Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Lulu Lemon. You guys, it is legging season. Not that it really always isn't legging season because you can wear them year round. But I feel like specifically in the fall and winter, it's so nice to be able to throw on a pair of leggings, some some boots, some Ugg boots, or, you know, some slippers run some errands, go to your workout, go on a walk, whatever the case may be. My most worn pair of leggings of all time is by far my Lululemon Align leggings. Literally feels like you're not wearing anything. I've had some of the same pairs for years and years and years. The quality is so great. They're so flattering. They're so comfortable. I wear them to Pilates. I wear them on walks. I wear them to run errands. And they're just my ultimate favorite pair. They are designed for the person who wants a lightweight, low compression yoga solution that is also versatile enough to wear for casual wear. Or you can wear their Wonder Train or their Fast and Free leggings. So their Wonder Train leggings are designed with one of Lululemon's most innovative fabrics, the Everlux, which is their fastest drying fabric. So you can wear these to spin or hit if you get like me and get extremely sweaty um, sitting on your bike in spin class and you get up and you have sweat dripping down your legs, this is going to be great for you. Also, their fast and free leggings are great for running or jogging because they feel really weightless on your body and still give you great coverage. So get into Lululemon leggings now at lululemon.com. Again, that is lululemon.com. Go check it out. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Happy Tuesday. Happy October. Happy Happy life. (laughs) Today, if you couldn't tell by the title already, is a very special, very exciting announcement. Chelsea, take it away. You guys, I can't believe it's already time to tell you, but I'm pregnant. Pregnant again. Baby number two is on the way to the Curtis house. And it's crazy, but I'm so relieved to tell you because now I don't feel like I have to hide my like breathing on the podcast Mm. anymore. I was so self-conscious about it. Maybe people notice, but I feel like that's always a dead giveaway. I was going to ask if you think people had a hunch or or will be like, I knew it. Or do you think that? I don't know. No one really messaged me. Mm. Last time I was posting so much before I got pregnant and then I went like dead silent. And this time I wasn't posting as much. I mean, I was posting a little bit. I was trying to post a lot consistently, but I wasn't as like, I guess, active posting all the time. So I don't think- 
They noticed people a big noticed. shift. Yeah. Some people like messed me like, where have you been? Because you haven't been posting YouTube videos. No. I, I'll get into all of that. <laughs> More <laughs> importantly, dreams. you haven't been talking about the marathon. <laughs> More importantly, you guys, <laughs> I was dying telling JC because people messaged me. Okay. The marathon, half marathon I was supposed to run. Keyword supposed to. Happened this last weekend. And I don't remember if I had told you guys like where or when it was, but I might have mentioned like, oh, it's in Utah, whatever. So it's like a big thing in St. George. So many people I know when ran like the marathon, half marathon. And so people were messing me like, did you run the marathon, the half marathon? I'm like, you thought I was training in silence. You think I'm so happy that you guys think that way of me, that I would have run a half marathon and not said, a word about it. Not posted about it for external validation. Not posted about it. You don't think I would have, <laughs> if I ran over six miles, you don't think I would have been posting about it every single day? Like I was hoping I was giving off that. Like maybe people just think I'm like grinding in silence. I was doing <laughs> the complete opposite. And I was throwing up in silence, but. Oh no. Yep. That was really sad, but I can get into that in a little bit. The sad parts. But. That you didn't get to run it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't run it and I really, really wanted to. And it was, I knew the second that I found out I was pregnant, I'd already been training and I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, I had this feeling. I went on a run right after I found out I was pregnant because I was like in my running stuff and I was on this run. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I really want to run this half marathon. But I know deep, deep down the way that I was last pregnancy, I will not be able to run. Like I won't be running that half marathon. I've seen it done. It's done, been done by pregnant women before. Don't let me, don't let me be like your example by any means, but I just knew. And then sure enough, I didn't. How, my will. how has, well, where to begin actually? Yeah. Where to begin? I'm trying to interview you, but you can start from the beginning. Conception. <laughs> Conception. <laughs> what day were, was, were they how conceived? Was well, I'll just start with like when I found out. So it was very shocking because I had taken some pregnancy tests for like every couple days I was taking pregnancy tests because we were like trying again and I had my days mixed up. Okay. So I was taking pregnancy tests earlier than I should have been. I didn't know this at the time, but it, my period got messed up because of running actually. And so my days and my cycles were all messed up and shortened and like longer somewhere, whatever. So they weren't as consistent as they used to be. So I thought my period was going to start earlier than it did, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I took some pregnancy tests, like early ones, you know, the ones you can get that are like six days, whatever. So I took one, it was negative, And I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely not pregnant this month. And a couple of days later, I was like, hmm, like I still haven't started my period yet. Maybe I'm pregnant. And I took another test and it was still negative. And I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely not pregnant. Like this is an early test. It would definitely tell me. And so me and Nick were kind of relieved. I was like, okay, you know what? It's probably not like time yet. Like that's good. I want to be able to run my half marathon. I want to be able to like keep, you know, grinding on work projects, just like keep living my life. And then a couple days later, I took another test and it was still negative. And I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely like to Nick. I was like, I'm definitely not pregnant. And we're like, okay, okay, great. Honestly, good. We were like, accepted the fact and then I was yet again having cramps like I did last time all day. And usually when I start my feeling cramps, I start my period within like an hour. And I was feeling cramps all day. I was like prepared, had a tampon and everything. 
and nothing, like not a trace of blood for like 24 hours. I was like, okay, that's weird. Then I took a pregnancy test the next day. Like genuinely, you guys, I was not, I hate telling you, I took three pregnancy tests, like, and they were all negative. So I, maybe I've posted the video on TikTok of like me finding out, but I was shook beyond belief. I literally like barely looked at it. I was just taking it to just be like, no, if I was going to start my period that day, I don't even know why I just had one test left. So I just took it. And when I tell you, like, I didn't even look cute. Usually I get kind of cute when like you're taking a pregnancy test. You're like, you never know. But this time I looked so bad. I was just about to go on a run. And in the video, I just like look at the thing and I'm just like, uh, oh my gosh. Like I was so in my head, like over it, like being pregnant that month at least. And was like, it's not the time, whatever. So I was just very genuinely shook. And I feel like the emotions I felt after that pregnancy test were a lot different than the first time I took my like pregnancy test and found out I was pregnant the first go around. And I don't know. I haven't like really honestly talked to that many people who have like had multiple kids and like the feelings they felt, but I was terrified. Like the first time I was not scared. Like I took my pregnancy test and I was like pregnant. We'd been trying for a long time. And I was like, okay, like I got it. I was like blissfully ignorant and excited. Not one ounce of fear like had crept into me. And this time I felt like sad kind of and scared. And like, I think just because I knew what I was getting myself into in a way, good and bad. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have another baby. First of all, it makes me, I I just got kind of sad because I'm like, oh my gosh, Case isn't going to be like my only baby anymore. I have to like share my love with another baby. I'm kind of scared of that. I know everyone says like your heart doubles, whatever, but in the moment, that's all I know. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I, from this moment on, Case is not the only baby that I have, which Mm -hmm. is just kind of like sad, not sad, but it was at the moment. And I was like, also just like I said, (laughs) I knew very selfishly that I was going to have to like sacrifice things of my life because I knew how sick I was last time. And I just like knew deep down, I think that I was going to be sick again, even though I was trying so hard to speak into existence. Like I will not be sick this time. I will be like a superhuman pregnant woman, (laughs) just be able to run a half marathon and like keep working as normally. And I won't be throwing up and all this stuff. But I think I knew deep down, like that was also a fear. I was like, dang, all of these things that I'm doing and I'm working so hard on are just going to have to like kind of take a backseat, which is fine. Like I wanted this, but at the same time, sometimes you just want everything. You want mm-hmm. your cake and eat, be able to eat it too. Mm-hmm. So how has this pregnancy differed from the first one? Really the main thing was like my emotions, honestly, like how I felt about it. I think I knew how exciting and like how amazing having a baby is. So I was like ultra excited but at the same time I also was like kept thinking I've now pushed the start button on this like weird time warp that having a child is like the second I become pregnant in 10 months or nine months from now this baby will be born and then this baby one day will be two years old and you know just grow up like like I've experienced with my first and it goes by so fast and it's very exciting and it's all fun but at the same time it is kind of like just a moment of realization of like, dang, time is going by so fast. And mm-hmm. now I'm on my second baby. And like, I just know how fast this is going to go. But 
Yeah. Luckily, I was still able to go, go to St. Bart's. I wasn't that sick. Yeah, I was very grateful. I was trying to like keep that mindset. Um, but then the last day I started feeling sick. And the moment I got home from St. Bart's till literally like a week ago, I've been on the toilet growing up. On not the able toilet. To <laughs> at the toilet. My face in the toilet. I wish I was on the toilet more, but I've been extremely constipated. <laughs> oh, that's heiny actually. And it's just, yeah, it's been like very similar physically. I think there's been some differences like my cravings. I also think I just am not as anxious this time as I was last time. Like, oh, am I not supposed to do this? I'm not supposed to eat this. And this time I'm like just trying to survive. Like, give me whatever. <laughs> give me Red 40. Give me junk food. You know, give yeah. me the medications that I need. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that was, that's been the main difference. Also that I have a toddler now. And being yeah. sick was not as relaxing as it was last time. Oh, I bet. So it can't was just, just like veg out as much probably. No, definitely not. It's more guilty. Like I felt more guilty when I would just be like chilling, watching like TV on, the couch, yeah, on the couch. Like it would make me so sad too, because I feel like we're both like this. Like we both like doing stuff like during the day. Like it's so in my personality to want to get out of the mm -hmm. house like during the day and just go to the park, like take case to the store, like just go on like an adventure and, or go outside to work out, go on a walk, like go out and meet friends, whatever it is. And when you just can't do any of that, it's just so discouraging. And especially the beginning couple weeks, like week nine, when I was super sick, I just knew it was going to be another long five haul. weeks at least of this, like maybe more. And I'm like, I know this, like sometimes when you have like the stomach flu, like okay I can do this for like two days like yeah but knowing that you're gonna have to do it for weeks on end with like no relief was just so discouraging and again last time I didn't know how long I was gonna be sick so I was like blissfully you know hopeful but this time I was like oh people like well hopefully when you get to 12 weeks it'll go away I'm like you guys it's not like that for you it's not like that for me I hope it is but it's not <laughs> but it's not it's not that's just the the harsh reality. The harsh reality of it. And luckily, now that I'm talking about it, I'm into my second trimester. And so I've honestly already forgot a lot of like the worst parts of it that I swore to myself I would not forget, but they're gone. The memories, the depressing memories where I'm like, why did I do this to me, to myself again? Like this sickness is just so bad. When I can't eat, I can't drink water. I'd have to go get IVs all the time, which had air bubbles in them. So they were... <laughs> making me no I'm just kidding not all of them just some of them and then thank the lord for Zofran if you have taken Zofran you know it's like an anti-nausea medication I didn't get it my last pregnancy and my midwife prescribed it to me this time because I genuinely when I say I can't eat or drink like I cannot drink water or eat I threw up like three or four times a day up until like two weeks ago up until I got Zofran and there's nothing more miserable than that. No. My throat hurts. My stomach is sore. Like my abs are literally sore from throwing up. I have anxiety going out and about. So I would literally not leave my house for weeks and weeks and weeks. And so depressing. So depressing. And if you don't have more, like, I'm so happy for girls who get pregnant and don't have any morning sickness morning or sickness, sickness or just like nausea or throwing up and they're like maybe tired or whatever but they genuinely feel normal or if you feel good while you're pregnant honestly 
I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> if you feel better pregnant than you feel normally, like I'm so happy for you, but you are built different. And I'm I'm built different in the worst possible way where I just, I my body just crumbles and gives up. I literally have to like die in my first trimester to create life for this baby. Wait, how long is like. the first trimester? Um, It's like 13, 14 weeks. Hmm. And then I think like people kind of say it's the, like 12 weeks is like when you're in the clear. But yeah, we're going to take an ad break to talk about Grammarly. I wish I knew about Grammarly back when I um, took two seconds of college courses because it would have really helped. Grammarly is an AI powered writing assistant that helps you from start to finish, including starting ideas, paraphrasing and even citing your sources. This is such a huge time saver. And also we all make mistakes, but sometimes AI can pick up the slack for you, which is amazing. And you can start using it right now for free. Honestly, one of the best parts of Grammarly is it can help you start. So if you're trying to get a paper done and you're feeling like you're running out of time and you just can't get it started, Grammarly can help you kick off things with ideas, outlines, and even tips. So it can help you build an essay. It can help you write a lab report, research paper outline, or even write a really strong thesis statement. This can help you if you're an undergrad or graduate student. It can help you if you're a professional, like if you're trying to come up with um, podcast research even or scripting for something but it's an easy way to polish your essay because Grammarly can help you paraphrase and rewrite instantly can just simplify it improve it all of that which I feel like is just an invaluable thing truly especially if you're in school you're feeling the stress of just writing a bunch of papers having to do a bunch of research this can really be a very effective tool so we would love for our girlies to try it out let Grammarly assist with the busy work while you focus on your big ideas you can get citations generated in seconds as you do your research, pre-formatted and ready to go, whether you use APA, MLA, or Chicago style. You will wonder how you ever lived without Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com slash students to download and learn more about Grammarly. That is G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash S-T-U-D-E-N-T-S. Go check it out. Now is the time to stock up on stuff at Macy's, which they have literally so many different brands and things to choose from, but they are having their lowest prices of the season sale right now. So it's ongoing. It's ending in just a few days. It is from October 13th to October 22nd. You can get 40 to 60% off regular sale and clearance items. That is a massive savings on pretty much everything from clothing, shoes, handbags, home decor, We did a whole segment in last episode about kind of some of our fall favorites that specifically you can get at Macy's. They have so much stuff. I had mentioned a few makeup things, a few lip liners that I've been seeing. My For You page has been full of a lot of makeup artists lately, and I feel like they're doing a lot of fall lip combos of like a dark brown lip or a kind of a dark red lip with a certain gloss. And I have been taking note of the shades of stuff so that I can get it at Macy's when it's on sale. She's spreading the good news. Mm -hmm. They have tons of brands like Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, DKNY. It's honestly not even a question of what Macy's has anymore. It's what does Macy's not have because they literally have everything that you need under the sun. Like we said, decor, makeup, handbags, gifts for the mister. They have watches. They have, you know, nice dress shirts. They have everything you could possibly need. And they also have kids stuff like toys. So take advantage of the lowest prices of the season sale at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com. Again, that is Macy's.com. Go check it out. People are pregnant for so long. 
some people that announce <laughs> their pregnancies, I'm like, how have you not had the child? No, yet? and they're like not due for another two months. Yeah. I know. How? And like, it seems long for us watching it. Think of the first person who's going through it. Can't imagine. I know. So yeah, it's all been exciting. We do know the gender. I'm not going to tell you guys. Like my friends and family know, but I just want to keep it to ourselves for a little bit. We're very excited. And yeah, it's been exciting. It's been, I think also like, not to touch on this too much, but I think the older I get, the more just like aware of real life problems that there is, mm-hmm. like especially infertility. So I feel like this pregnancy, like I have so many people I love that like experience infertility. And I feel like last pregnancy, I was like not oblivious to it, but I was like, it, I wasn't as aware as I am now of it where I'm like, oh, I've just seen people go through it so much. And so this pregnancy, I was just like extra grateful, but also like you do also have this tinge of like, dang, I hate that. Like not everyone can just get what they want, you know? Sucks. It does. It just sucks. It just is what it is though too, you know? It's like Mm -hmm. you can't change it and it's not like, you know, you like struggling with this ever makes me feel like I'm not the victim here by any means, but it also just sucks getting older and just realizing like life is just not fair and people that you love just I don't know just can't get with exactly what they want obviously but it also just is what it is and you just have to deal with it Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I feel like this pregnancy my emotions are just like heightened like I just feel I'm just aware (laughs) I'm just realizing things as Kylie Jenner would say it's the year of realizing things literally every year Every year I say that. I know. Every year it gets truer. It really does. I think that all, like, I mean, again, and it's not about me whatsoever, but I think that all you can ask for as someone who is going through infertility is, like, awareness. Like, you don't expect that people's lives are going to stop, you know? Like, you get very just used to, you know, inevitably people around you getting pregnant or whatever, but I feel like life moving on. Yeah, it's it is it is what it is and I feel like as long as people have awareness to some degree, yeah. like acknowledge not that they even have to acknowledge you, but it definitely does feel like comforting yeah. to get some sort of like yeah, not just oblivious to like, you know, your issues, I guess. Yeah. And I and I feel like even in just today's world more so, it's so common. Like infertility is so common. Mm-hmm. And so uh, more than even maybe because we know about it more like because of social media or maybe it actually is I don't know but I think it's just kind of like part of this whereas I feel like maybe before even when our like moms were getting pregnant it's not like I don't think that was a thing on their minds really like maybe they knew one person in their life that couldn't get pregnant but it's not like when they were getting pregnant they were like oh and all these other people can't get pregnant it's just like oh we're all being getting pregnant on accident yeah (laughs) like I know it does feel like that yeah I feel like social media definitely enhances it yeah. Like it it showcases just mm-hmm. more people's stories in general. W- were we talking about this on the podcast or just in real life? But I feel like, tell me if I've already talked about this, but I, we were asking my mom or Leif's mom, I can't remember, about how, like, was it a thing to not tell your baby names and to be like, I don't know, more oh, like, yeah. oh, we're going to have a gender reveal and stuff like that. And my mom was like, no, that was not a thing. Like when she 
that's what she feels yeah. like when she was having kids. It wasn't like a secret or like, oh, we're going to have a gender reveal. We're going to like reveal this. It yeah. was just like, you literally tell people like, yeah. I'm pregnant. I'm having a girl. Her name's JC. Like, like, yeah, we picked our name JC yeah. and it just wasn't. And I was like, that's so interesting. I feel like culture. Have we talked about this on the podcast or no? No, no. I, feel I don't like, even think we've talked about this. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it's just me and Leif. But culture is so different now where it's yeah. like, it's just so interesting. And I, I don't necessarily think it's good or bad. It's just like. It is. It's this interesting thing where it's like people sharing their pregnancy journeys or whatever, like having a reveal for the gender or reveal for the name. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? No, it is. Like that it's, didn't used to happen. I know. It's probably because of social media. It's like everything is, and yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that by any means. I feel like I fall somewhere in the middle where I, I know when I want to make something like exciting and kind of a bigger deal. And then I know when I'm like, it really doesn't matter. Like, I know. I feel like it's know? a mix because it's like, it is so exciting to, and you deserve to like, anyone deserves to be so like, excited. Yeah. And yeah. be like, I want to have a party for this. Like, I want to celebrate. It's like in no way, shape or form should we ever like dole that down. But it is just interesting how that's almost like, we were even talking about how people who, like people just do photo shoots for mm -hmm. their announcements and stuff. That also wasn't really yeah. a thing. Yeah. Because social media didn't exist. Yeah. So, so it's what like, are you, doing you would them? take maternity photos yeah. once you had like a big bump, but you don't, yeah, you don't take photos to announce anything because yeah. who are you sending them to? It's true. So all of that is kind of newer, I feel like, in our culture. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting to think it about. It is interesting. It's so true. Yeah. Even with the, the name thing, it is so true because if you tell your friends and family like a baby name that you like chances are of them stealing it is like it would Pretty be weird low. if they did and yeah you would know like you yeah. got that from me i literally told you but on social media if you tell it's like <laughs> it does feel like you have to be more secretive sometimes. for sure it's like it's going out into who knows who yeah it's funny because i even felt feel that way especially with this pregnancy i think another thing that's different about at least my second pregnancy so far is your first is so new and i feel like i was so all consumed by it because I kind of had to be because it was such a huge life shift. And so it was like, my life is changing and I was so aware of that. And that's like pretty much all I could think about. And also when it's your first, people are so excited. It's something different that they see in you. It's like this whole new change for you. It's almost like you're bat mitzvah or something. It's like Please. a changing of seasons, you know? <laughs> so people are like, oh my gosh, you're becoming a mom. Like you're having a baby. This is huge. Like this is a huge life change for you. And so I felt like my first pregnancy, first of all, people are way more shocked because sometimes they don't even know you're trying or whatever. So they're like shocked and they're like so excited for you and people you don't even know come out of the woodwork and like, oh, you care that I'm pregnant? Like, yeah. And other moms are like, okay, like kind of taking you under their wing. Like it's, you know, like I'm here for you. It's crazy, but like whatever. And then I feel like once, at least for me, I've ex like my experiences having my second it's like I you don't get that as much because pe you've already like been in that stage so it's just like another addition like people are excited for you to like have another baby don't get me wrong but it's not as like this big deal and that's just something I've noticed but I don't also I don't care at all like I was telling Nick I'm like even Nick like our first pregnancy it's all about me and this baby like Nick is literally at my beck and call. Like everything is about like my pregnancy. But yeah. this time it's like we have case. other stuff going on. Yeah. So it's like we forget that I'm pregnant. Like I will literally forget that I'm pregnant for a full day. Whereas before. That's all you could think about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was saying it's so interesting because it's like 
part of me is like, um, just like, oh, I don't really need that support from other people because I've got this. Like, I already know how to do this. I've done it before. It's not my first rodeo. Like, I don't need that support from people as much. And then you also like, it's good because you have to, like, I, I remember writing in my diary about it one night because I was just like, just thinking about it. It's just like weird to go through new feelings and emotions like this. Like, it's also you have to rely on yourself so much more. Like for me and this baby, I'm like, it's kind of just me and this baby. Like before it's like, I was so, I didn't even have to like try to support myself. Like I felt like I was like lifted through last pregnancy just by like, you know, the excitement of having your first baby. And this one, it's like, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. And like, as it should be, not that it should ever even be different. Like I'm not saying that people should change and be like, when you're having your second and third kid, like they're yeah. crazy. Just not how it is. It's just an interesting shift. Yeah, it's just a very interesting shift that like as a mom, you notice, I feel like I'm having to, which genuinely I like, I enjoy the challenge of it. Like I am more in charge this time, like taking myself to my own appointments, like not even because like I have to, it's like, oh no, I, I got this. I'll just go. It's just getting my blood drawn. Like I'll go real quick. Like, yeah. Do it. Whereas last time I'm like, I need your help. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like not ideal to, you guys kind of to split your time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is, yeah, just something I've noticed that's different. Exciting, fun. It will be crazy to, I also still feel like I'm 18. So I'm like, how am I having a second child at this So point? crazy. Like, I am a woman with almost two children. Like when I had one, I'm like, oh, this was like a fluke. Like I'm just a teenage pregnancy. Do you like, think of yourself as a woman? No, not really. <laughs> Like, I genuinely don't. I know I am, but. I didn't either until all the news articles ever written about me say a woman claims a oh, woman. that is weird. A woman. A what woman was the claims. recent one? It was like a woman <sighs> reveals. A woman Please. reveals the true way to find or the way to find out your true friend. A woman? Like, who are you talking I'm to? I'm like, okay, I'm a woman now. That's a jump scare. That is a jump scare. I'm a girl. I'm just, I'm a, just girl. a girl. I'm literally I'm a just a girl. girl. I always think I'm going to be dropping a huge bomb on people when I say, like when I have case with me and then I tell people I'm pregnant. I, I always feel like they're going to be like, whoa, like <laughs> how is that possible? Like the math isn't mathing. I was like, oh, awesome. Congrats. I'm like, you're not shocked by this? Like, I'm 18. What do you yeah. mean? Look at me. You're not asking where my parents are. But yeah. Oh, going back to what you're saying. It's weird because even this time, more than last time, I didn't, I don't care who knows I'm pregnant. Like I'm just like, I'm not going to post it because it's like putting out the internet is different than talking to people like like in real life you mean yeah I'm like I will tell anyone who asks me it's not like I'm like seeing my friends and like don't want to tell them yeah like, there are so many subscriptions these days that I'm sure we are all we're all guilty of having whether it's streaming services whatever I feel like there's a million of just those in and of itself and they can be draining your wallet and you could not even realize how much they're draining your wallet. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions and they might not even remember subscribing to half of those. If you are someone who has no idea really just how much money you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. It's this great app that tracks all of your expenses so you know exactly where your money is going. Also, a lot of people have subscriptions that they're maybe paying twice for. Enter Chelsea paying double Hulu premium subscription. Don't be like me, you guys. Get Rocket Money as soon as you can so that you save money that's just going down the drain. And I'm probably not the only one. Also, there's always those subscriptions that you sign up for 
for just like you need it for one show or you need it for one tiny thing and then you forget about it and you've been paying for years. So Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions when in reality, the number is closer to $200. When you're signed up for so many things, it's very easy to lose track of what you're paying for. And with Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash what we said. That's rocketmoney.com slash what we said. Rocketmoney.com slash what we said. Go check it out. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. And what a fitting brand and sponsor for us to have. We have used Squarespace through a lot of different stages in our lives and have really based a lot of our business ventures, our websites, we, we've done through Squarespace. So we love having them as a sponsor. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all on your own terms. This is such a great place to sell, obviously, like I just mentioned, literal products. This is how we sold our Balanced Boss products or like online courses or photo presets or things like that. You can do it all through Squarespace. And something that I absolutely love is how user-friendly it is and how they have so many features that just make it, quite frankly, easy to create like a beautiful, very user-friendly experience for a customer or for someone just coming on your website. They have so many templates and you can just like insert your photos and it will look so well put together. They also have an asset library where you can upload, organize, and access all your content from one place. You're able to manage all your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. Also, if you want to drive sales and engage your audience, you can use the Squarespace email campaigns so you can easily collect email subscribers on your site and build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. Also, you can sell in person by connecting a Square reader to the Squarespace app, and then you can keep your orders, inventory, and customer data in sync with your online store, which is really nice, just keeps it very seamless. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash what we said to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash what we said. Go check it out. I wrote down some things in case anyone was interested in things that I did last time when I was pregnant that I liked and that I would, will want to do again and will try to do again. And then things that I did that I want to do very differently than my first time. And first, and also I want to say like, I'm very, I just want to put this out there that I'm very negative about pregnancy. And before I like about myself being pregnant and how it feels, because I hate being pregnant. I'm just going to say it. like, I know how amazing it is that our bodies can do this. I'm so grateful and excited to be pregnant, but my experience last time and this time, like I don't love being pregnant. Like I don't enjoy it. I don't like not having autonomy over my body. I'm so sick. I feel so weak. I, there's always something like I either have a headache. It's I'm dizzy when I stand up, I'm constipated. Like I'm throwing up. I can't eat. I can't just like be myself and I can't just go about my life normally. And that's just my experience. That's not everybody. So that's not to scare you. 
So I just want to say like, if you want like a positive birth story, I'm your girl. I will tell you the best stories about birth and how amazing it is. And I'll make you excited. I will tell you the best, you know, perspective on newborns and postpartum and how amazing it is. And I'll give you like, I will not make you scared for those things. If you want a positive pregnancy experience, do not come to me. <laughs> do not ask me. And this is just my experience. Like it's, I was thinking before I got pregnant this time, I was looking at other girls posting about their pregnancy. And they're like, I love it. Like I feel so, I'm glowing. I've never felt more beautiful. And I'm like, maybe I was just being so negative last time because genuinely the, the reason I loved birth so much, not even because I got this beautiful baby, <laughs> but because I wasn't pregnant anymore. Like I was genuinely on just a high. so excited to not have to deal with it anymore. My heartburn was immediately gone. Everything was cured. Like the second I gave birth, I'm like, I don't care that I just experienced the most pain of my life. Like I would do that 10 times over rather than being pregnant because the long annoyance of like nine months of being uncomfortable in my own body, like I would rather do anything else. And so I was like, maybe I was just being so negative about being pregnant. Like that is so messed up. I need to have a better mindset. That's probably why I didn't feel good because I was just so negative and I had, you know, just the wrong mindset about it. And so I, I think I had to, to think that so that I would actually get pregnant again because the second I got pregnant, I was like, oh, no, I was not being negative. Like this is just a reality. I, and I cannot rewind this. Like I am now feeling and remembering why last time I was just like so over it. And so the fact that I just can't do a cartwheel whenever I want or like, <laughs> you know, like even can't sleep on my stomach. Like I can't sleep right. Like I'm peeing all the time. It's so disruptive to my life. And that's just my experience. Like, unfortunately, there are plenty of people that have an amazing pregnancy where they feel great. And, you know, I genuinely think most people should just believe that that is what's going to happen for them. But at the same time, I like to talk about my experience just in case other people are feeling that same way because sometimes I feel so like a brat, like an ungrateful brat for being like, I don't like this. Like as much as I try, like I just wish so badly that this, I could fast forward this time because I just feel so, it's hard for me to have effort to do anything. It's hard for me to like enjoy my days because I just feel physically so ill and so just uncomfortable and sick. Well, I think that's perfectly valid. Like everyone has their things that, you know, are hard for them within, I think, within pregnancy. Like we've talked about that a bunch. Like a lot of our friends, you know, whether they have a super hard pregnancy and then birth is awesome for them or they have an amazing pregnancy and then they have to get, a, you know, they have a birth that they didn't want or that they, yeah. please, that they didn't want. Like the kid, <laughs> they hate. They hate the kid. No. They have the baby they didn't want. They have like something emergency that like happens. Traumatic a traumatic birth, birth yeah. experience or like postpartum hits them really hard. I feel like everyone just has like their different thing. And so I think it's perfectly valid for you to complain all you want. Yeah. And well, thank you. Because I don't want to come off like insensitive by any means or anything like that. But I also want like if other girls feel like that, especially if they are super sick, you want to know that you're not the only one suffering. And yes. you're not the only one like not enjoying it. For sure. Not having a good time. Um, and also 
I honestly, like, even though the just wait is very annoying and I believe the delivery is everything, like, well, just wait until you get morning sickness. Like, you don't want to put on other people. But also, I think there are some things that I didn't even know know existed. I didn't know you could have morning sickness 24-7. So when it happens to you, sometimes you're shocked and you don't, you're not prepared for it. Whereas if I had had people tell me that before, then I would have been able to prep. And then honestly, even if I didn't get it, I would feel so grateful that I wasn't sick. For sure. You know? It's like nice to have information at least. Yeah, exactly. Or things that happen like, I don't know, that, that women just go through so you don't feel. When it happens to you, it's not as first of all scary. Like the other, I had this, this is another thing I had. Have you ever had kaleidoscope vision? I'm <laughs> sorry, x-ray vision. The other night, I literally. Like vertigo or something? It's when your eyes genuinely like play it. It looks like you're looking through a kaleidoscope, like your vision changes suddenly and it can happen for like 20 minutes or like an hour. I'm terrified. I was watching TV and I think it's just because I also am stuffed up the whole time I'm pregnant. (laughs) I have like congestions. I get congestion headaches. (sighs) Also, I'm telling you guys, I can't drink water. It's the thing that makes me throw up the most. So it's not even like I don't like it. It's gross. Like I will drink it. And if I drink a little too much, I will throw up all of my food and everything that I've digested thus far, Goodbye. which is counterproductive to trying to like get fluids in. If you throw up bile, it's like, then you just are putting yourself backwards. Anyways. No. So like I'm constantly dehydrated, which is why I have to go get IVs all the time. Wait, can I just pause for a second? Yeah. I feel like you've done a great job masking this on the podcast because I feel like <laughs> no one would know you're even remotely struggling on that. Like you always pep up for the podcast. I do because I love it. And it's fun to come like hang out with you because I would be like, I was, Nick's like, why are you so not like, you're way more sick when you're around me. I'm like, because you take care of me. So like my body (laughs) literally like can relax when I'm home with you guys because, especially because Nick is luckily home. I'm so grateful that he's a stay at home dad right now. And so he's able to help me do everything. And he also takes care of Case most of the time. Like I can't even go into my kitchen. I can't even open my fridge without throwing up. So Nick has been doing, literally, I don't want to talk about it because I will cry my eyes out because he's literally so amazing at just being a dad and being a husband through this. Like, if I had to do what he was doing, I would be complaining (laughs) 24-7. And he's really experiencing what it's like for a lot of moms, I think, like right Mm -hmm. now. He's like, I'm so, I have so much appreciation for stay-at-home moms who's like, have tons of kids and just their husbands like off at work all day. I'm not even at work. I'm on the couch, but I can't move. And so, and I like really can't do the <laughs> He bare listens minimum. back to an episode of the podcast where we're cracking up. We're in St. Bart's. Literally. Like, taking the- photos in our bikinis. He's like, interesting. <laughs> it just so happened the timeline. I got so sick. Like a day before we came home. I remember I tried to run when we were in St. Yeah, Bart's. Yeah, yeah, And you were not well. I was not well the rest of the day. That's the other thing. People are like, you work out. It'll feel so much better. Like, I swear, just try. Just try and work out. And it'll make you feel better the rest of the day. I'm like, okay, I trust you guys. Like, I really want to try. Oh, I <laughs> felt horrible after I ran. Like, you were not okay. It depleted me the rest of the day. And then I tried when I got home again. My friends were like, I heard it helps with morning sickness if you like go on a run. No, or, like, it's giving. <laughs> it is giving our high school dance teacher. I'm having debilitating cramps, and she's telling me it helps so much if you run around the track. No. You have to do conditioning with us. Run around the track. I said. Absolutely Where's the science? not. Show me the science. I'm, I'm literally in the fetal position. I'm like, girl, no. Don't. Don't play with me right now. 
No, literally. I I was like, I'm going to have to try for my own pride. I have to try because I wanted to run this half marathon, you guys, so bad. And for the first like six weeks of my pregnancy, I was able to run just fine. But we went to St. Bart's. I ran. And then the like last day in the plane ride home, I was like, feeling starting sick. to come in. Like I'm starting to feel nausea, nausea, nauseated. And that was the longest travel day too. And like, it, was it was so long. Such a long travel day. Yeah. That could not oh. have helped. And the second we get home, I'm like on the couch. Nick's like, interesting. <laughs> you were literally <laughs> just in St. Bart's. I'm like shaking cocktails. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm scuba diving. Like, not scuba diving. Uh, snorkeling. snorkeling. And I wasn't drinking cocktails, by the way. It was a mocktail. <laughs> I was pregnant. Please don't come for me. But we were like taking these classes anyways. The timeline of it, I just like, right when I got home, I, I got so sick. It was like the peak of my sickness. And for the next five weeks, literally from the moment I got home, I didn't leave the couch. Like I was just on the couch all day. He's like, okay. I'm like, I'm telling you, this is a compliment to you. You make my body feel safe. And it's like, okay, I can relax. And when I go see other people or have to work, it's only for a short period of time. So I like muster up the strength. Yeah. To be like, I can push it for an hour. But if I'm with you for 24 hours a day. No, I can only be strong for where, so long. Yeah. Where do I put the, you know. When do I actually strength? relax? Yeah. So anyways, shout out to Nick. And yeah, shout out to doing the podcast. It would, I would come and know I'm going to have to like talk, but it would be the only hour that I talked pretty much. All day. All day. So yeah, it was fun to kind of forget about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Being sick. So what are you doing the same and what are you doing? Oh, different? yeah. Sorry. Okay. The, the, this is something I just want to do differently this time to prep for birth and labor is I'm feeling a little better now. Also, thanks to Zofran. So you um, would say overall you are feeling a little better this pregnancy overall. Yes, because of the medicine. Because of Zofran. Yeah. But Nick would say differently. Like, I honestly, it's really hard to remember that I've had lower lows this time than I did last time. Like, mm. there are times when I'm like, I don't remember feeling this sick last time. Dang. But I feel like I, was, I wasn't as sick as early as last time. Last time it was like four weeks. Like, the second I found out I was pregnant, I was pretty much sick. This time it was a little bit later. And, but I feel like the height of the preg- of the sickness was the same as last time. Honestly, if not more obvious because I couldn't, like, run around with Case. So it was, like, last time, like I said, didn't matter. I could just lay. Didn't have as many. Yeah. But this time maybe I was just <laughs> noticing more, like, I'm so annoyed that I'm sick that mm-hmm. I can't. Like, when Case wants Do to stuff. play. Yeah. And they're, like, go to the park. And I'm just, like, I literally cannot go outside. It smells like actual garbage pollution outside like I will throw and like just feeling super weak and stuff like that but I don't know it's really hard to compare before and after Mm -hmm. but I'm feeling a little better now as long as I take myself friend and get IVs that helps a ton I never got IVs last time but I feel like I've just been doing more things this time that have been helping like chewing gum has helped me this time just kind of like keep the nasty taste out of my mouth I had like what are they called c-bands those like things that look like hospital bands on my wrist. Like they- oh, yeah, She came motion- over. I'm like, have you been in the hospital all day? She's like, no, it's for nausea. I was like, They're oh. like acupressure points. You wear them when you're like seasick. Those helped a little bit. Taking Unisom at night and then getting IVs, especially if you're dehydrated, definitely helps not feel as weak and just depleted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying everything like essential oils. And yeah, they help. They definitely help. And I mean, not as- as much as as Ofran, but oh, I want to work out 
like have my arms and legs and pelvic floor be strong when I give birth. Last time, I like walked and played pickleball every once in a blue moon, but I did not work out at all last time. And this time I just want to like, not necessarily work out, but strengthen my arms and legs and pelvic floor so that labor's easier, birth and like recovery is a little bit easier than it was last time. Um, not that it was like super, super hard last time, but I just knew when I was giving birth last time and while I was in labor, I'm like, if I was a little more in shape, this would be a little easier and I wouldn't be as tired and like sore. So I'm definitely going to try and do that. Like just look up things on YouTube of like yoga flows or even just doing like pushups and I don't know, whatever pregnancy safe workouts I can do, maybe Pilates like for my core and like pelvic muscles and I feel like that will really help. That's what I tell other people when they're pregnant. I'm like, honestly, if you can work out, like not even trying to shame you, like you should try because I feel like it just helps, helps so much. And I know it's so hard. Trust me. Like I do. I've done nothing. I'm just now a limp noodle with no muscle tone whatsoever. But you were like on your grind working so hard before that. I know. Like That's actually so annoying. I know. It's my life is pretty good, so I can't complain. But like sometimes when things like that happen, I'm just like, yeah, I deserve to not get everything that I want. Like it's good for me sometimes to learn that. Not that with the house. Too. When she didn't get the house, she's like, I deserve, I don't deserve it. I'm like, cool. The opposite of manifesting good no, things. No, because I get so many good things sometimes. I'm like, it makes me feel a little bit less like on edge. Like when everything's like just great, I'm like. Something could, when's that their shoe going to drop? Yes. Yeah, true. I also was so grateful last pregnancy that I was learning about pregnancy and birth and how your body works because I felt like going into my birth and like my labor and everything like that I was so much more prepared because I took classes and and it doesn't have to be like anything crazy but that's also something I always tell other pregnant girls is like just take a class just so you know like what's happening you know what the baby's doing you know what contractions are you know the purpose of them you know what happens when your water breaks you just know so that when it comes time, you're not just like throwing your trust in other people that you don't know necessarily or that you're like, oh, I don't know, like just do whatever. You have a little bit of a say and you can be like, oh, I'm feeling this. That must be, you know, mm -hmm. progress or whatever. And so I definitely want to take even more classes this time. I want to practice some like breathing exercises starting earlier. I only started like last time near the very end of my pregnancy, but I want to start earlier and like really practice some like meditations, just like breath work that help. Because although I took a pain-free birth course, I knew I was giving birth. I'm like, this could be a little less painless if I was like a little better at my breathing and like less meditation. Painful. Yeah. Less painful, more intense as mm -hmm. they say. But I also think it's very fascinating. And I think that there's like so much you can learn and try. And to like make your birth a good experience as much as you can. So I'll definitely be doing that again. Stay tuned. Maddie actually sent me, Maddie Murphy, mm -hmm. this course that she's taking about like meditation or something. I can't remember, but I'm going to take that. Nice. And if you can go in person, maybe I'll find like a birthing class in person too. So like go with your husband or your partner or whatever. I think that's really good too because they need to know what the F is going on. Otherwise they're going to like pass out or something like that. Yeah. That's I always can't imagine like it's probably just so insane being like having that experience for the first time and being like, I have no idea what, yeah, what's happening, what is going to happen or 
even just once you get a child, get a child, please. <laughs> but like once, you know, once you have the child, you're like, wait, now what? Yeah. Like, that just seems insane. I know. And I didn't take any like baby courses. I had a doula who kind of like told me a little bit, but. Will you have a doula this time? Oh, I don't know. I love my doula, but she moved. Mm. So I don't know. I'm with the same midwife, so I feel super comfortable with them as I was last time. Mm-hmm. That like some of the same ones that like were there at the hospital. Um, and I'm really comfortable with them. I love them. And so I don't know if I necessarily want it, but it is great to have. So maybe I will. If anyone's a doula wants to be my doula, let me know. In my most private hour. <laughs> a valley girl is a doula. Slay. <laughs> But also, I feel like with your first, it's just inevitable. You're going to not know. Like yeah. You, with your first, you, you just can learn. learn as much as you want. But like, you don't know until it happens. I was so, another thing is like, I was so impatient. My first go around, I was like, why isn't this happening in like two hours? Like, let's get a move on. I kept asking my my midwife, as if she knew. I'm like, when <laughs> is this going to happen? Like, how much longer? She's like, I don't freaking know. Like, whenever the baby comes. But now I know. Now I know it's a long process or it can be. And don't they say sometimes the second one's faster though? Apparently, hopefully. Mm. My pushing wasn't very long. It was like two hours, but um, or like an hour and 45 of like actual pushing, which sounds like a long time. It sounds like, but when I had been laboring time. for 22 hours with contractions, pushing yeah. is great because like, like at, progress. Yeah, you can do something about your contractions. Like, I think what's so annoying to me was sitting through contractions and like having to breathe through them and like not being able to like feel like I was actually like working through them even though your body is quite literally a contraction is like pushing your baby down Mm -hmm. but I'm like very excited to give birth again as like painful and intense as it was like I cannot wait to give birth again it's such a cool experience it's like the best feelings the best high ever and I'm like very excited to do it again I would give birth 10 times over being pregnant, like 100%. That is crazy. Oh, the last thing that I just want to do, I don't I don't really remember what I did last time, but I think I just know how important it is to like prioritize your peace when you're pregnant and like prioritize mm-hmm. managing your stress levels and trying to soak it in. As much as I've just like complained about being sick, it's still such an exciting time. And it is in the long scheme of things, it's kind of short. Like it's only nine months, 10 months. And after it's gone, it's gone. And then you'll look back and be like, oh, like remember when I was pregnant? And it really is like a very special sacred time, I believe. So I just know how fast it goes. So I'm trying to like take it in, journal more, document a little bit more than I did last time. And yeah, just like soak it in and just prioritize my own happiness and well-being and not even necessarily happiness, just peace and Mm -hmm. comfort and doing what's best for me and the baby and like my family so yeah what do you what do you feel like specifically you're doing like journaling you said but what else I'm like watching Real Housewives (laughs) super good for my cortisol levels no I just think last time I was really stressed about for me food has always been a little bit stressful I've always been like obsessed with health sometimes in a great way sometimes not so And last time when I was pregnant, it was very hard for me to accept that I couldn't just like eat all these healthy foods because it made me sick. Like Mm -hmm. I could only eat bagels or like lemonade is the only thing I could stomach. And I would get anxious about it. Like, oh my gosh, I would just overthink it so much. 
and I didn't want to like do I was just very I guess anxious about being perfect with like mm. my diet and just even like I was saying like medications I would take and not that I'm going crazy with medications it's just like if they're um, helping their yeah if yeah. they're helping me not be sick and not be dehydrated and literally disintegrate into nothing but dust like I'm going to take them mm -hmm. and and like make the best choice for obviously the health of my baby and I'm not going to take anything I don't feel comfortable with but I also just like allow myself last time I was so stressed to just kind of let myself eat whatever I felt like mm. and this time I feel like I have a better relationship with food in general where I'm like okay if I want to eat if this it sounds good just yeah like, yeah and it's actually helped me I feel like have a better balance where I am still eating like healthy-ish foods but also if I want something, I'm not like super stressed about it. I'm mm -hmm. not letting it take in over any of my like mind. I, I know it'll be okay. And like, I can only control so much. Mm -hmm. Like I am not the one controlling my destiny so much where, you know, every little thing I do matters that much, especially if it's stressing me out. So yeah, like you definitely. can do the best with what you can and the knowledge that you have. And it's kind of nice. This sounds bad, but it's kind of nice to go through something hard and and it forces you to relinquish control mm -hmm. because, you know, and- It's not so stressful. Yeah, it's like basing it off of your last pregnancy where you're like, oh, that was really hard for me. And then now I'm going to go into this one. You just have a little bit more perspective where you're like, I'm not going to sweat the small stuff because that was so stressful last time. And like, I've already been in this position. It just, I feel like it makes, it makes you grow. You're just 100%. like, I can't control everything. Therefore, I can't try and be perfect all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm it not just doesn't try. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try and be perfect. No. For sure. So that's really all I had. I just thank you guys for allowing me to live like the lifestyle I do. Honestly, mainly that like I'm able to provide for my family because of this podcast and like social media and like this is my job and I love it so much. And it's been I'm able to maintain it while I'm pregnant. First of all, because it's fun. So it's like nice that I don't hate my job while I'm pregnant. And also because Nick is able to be a stay-at-home dad and like help me so much and be there for Case, which is just a big blessing. So I know that not everybody has that. And like, if, okay, if you are pregnant and you work a nine to five and you maybe even have other children, give me your Venmo because <laughs> I will literally send you money for a treat or something like whatever you want honestly i'll i'll treat you to a shopping spree <laughs> like you deserve the world i do not know how women do it they are amazing they go through the hardest stuff and a lot of it's like behind closed doors and people don't even know about it and you guys just impress me like so much i have so much love for women and just the things that they go through to keep life quite literally like going on this planet and to keep the world spinning round. So thank you. Appreciate you. Very excited for this baby. Excited to see Case be an older brother. He's. Oh my he's, gosh. It's going to be so cute. Yeah. He's not quite got it yet. But you know. I say babies. Where's baby? And he's like. Points to my belly. And I'm like. Yeah baby. And, he's, and he goes. Out there. Like points outside. Like, And I'm like. Oh you want baby to go out there? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, baby will be living in the house with us <laughs> forever. So I think when I have the baby, he will be very excited. And or even I'm if sure he's he'll not, love. he'll grow into being excited. Exactly. They always do. He's at a very, he's almost two. So he's at a very like 
such a very interesting age where he is learning so much every day and he almost doesn't know what to do with all that information. Like it spooks me sometimes when he says stuff that I don't even know he's aware of. He like picked up on or like, yeah, that he remembers or like points out or yeah, just is learning. And so I feel like he's like so aware of his surroundings and his life and like who's in his life. He remembers everyone now. And so I think me talking about this like baby that he is in my tummy, he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he man? probably has that no makes context. No sense. Like it, he genuinely looks like I'm crazy when I say yeah. that. Yeah. I wonder if once your belly gets bigger, if he'll understand and he gets a little older or if yeah. it will just be once you have yeah. the child. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. My <laughs> We have this video of my oldest brother. He was two. Yeah, he was two when my other brother was born. So the second kid play when he was born there's this video of them at the hospital it's the first time lad's meeting clay and he's holding him for one second and after one second of holding you can see lad's face just turn to disgust and he just starts slowly pushing clay (laughs) off of him off the bed and my mom has to grab clay and i'm like i feel like that's just such a two-year-old thing like okay cute like when they're three or four they have a little bit more more. yeah understanding of babies Uh uh-huh but when they're that age they're like what, what are you thing? doing? Yeah. If you're not if you're not old enough to play trucks with me, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. That oh. is so funny. Yeah, It'll be so tuned. fun to see. Also, you're moving very, very soon. Yeah. I feel like it's like weird Changing that we talked season. about. It feels like so long ago we talked about the moving thing, but it's I know. coming. Now it's coming very, very soon. Yeah. So we're going to be neighbors. Neighbors. Woo. You're going to be sick of me. <laughs> You're going to be sick of me. I'm going <laughs> to come walk by here every day with Kate. So fun. So loud in the morning, 6.30 a.m. Oh, perfect. Wake up call. I love a wake up call. No, it'll be so fun. So I many know. changes. So many changes. To our lives. Yeah, this is a, this is a, what's the word? Just a year season of change. Of change. Yeah, season of change. I know. It's the fall. Everything's changing, everyone. Everyone's but it's all changing. good things. Yeah. It's exciting. I, I can't wait to see the photos that Tyson takes of you guys. Oh, yeah, we're taking some attorney photos tomorrow. Tyson's taking them for us. And stay tuned. Mm, so cute. Last time we did a family photo with Case, he was a little younger. Definitely different taking photos with a toddler than with not. So I'll probably post those. If I haven't already posted them, I'll probably post them today. Yeah. And I might post a YouTube video today too. Depends. Nice. That's how I'm feeling. What kind of YouTube video? Just a regular, just a regular schmegular one. Yeah, just maybe with some like stuff that I've recorded so far. Nice. Um, before I was sick, <laughs> before the trenches to do anything that takes effort. But um, maybe just the video of me finding out, honestly, because it's I think it's kind of funny because I'm genuine. Like I so surprised the way that I pick up the stick is like I was about to like throw it away, like, like so casual. Look at it. Yeah. Whereas usually I'm like. Five, four, three, yeah, two, one, and yeah. like flip it over. And so I just like grab it almost just to be like, okay, so it's not pregnant. Like throw yeah. it away. That is so shocking. And actually. I was like, <laughs> so shocked. I didn't even have time to think like, how am I going to tell Nick? I literally just like brought him in the room because I'm like, uh, remember how I told you I wasn't pregnant yesterday? Well, I am actually. Apparently I am. Yeah. That's wild. I know. It's crazy. Excited for you. I know the Valley Girls will be so excited. Thank you. Another BB. So fun. Another WWS baby. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Is that all? Do you have anything else? Yeah, nope. I'll keep you guys updated as time goes on, but I won't bore you with it. No, they love it. Bore us with all the details. (laughs) If you guys want to follow along with our Instagram, it's at what we said podcast. You can also leave us a rating and review on the Apple podcast app or on Spotify. It's super easy to do. It helps us out a ton. As usual, we post stuff on our Instagram if you want to be involved in any of the episode episodes like stories or anything or advice so make sure you're following along there and you can submit your stories your questions whatever and we post some fun photos on there too we love you guys so so much and that's that's what what we said. said bye Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.